everyone to episode number 17 of After the Checkers with Kyle Hall. I'm Kyle Hall. Uh, and I get, we were just talking before we hit record about the personality of this guy that's right there. Um, Dennis is, is uh, he's Dennis the Menace. And whether, whether that's the cartoon character that's always getting himself into trouble or the guy that's just did the pain in the ass at their track kind of a thing. He's he, that's Dennis. Dennis Zek is my guest. And so how are you, Dennis? It's awesome to have you on. I'm excited to be here. This is fun. I don't know how I'm going to follow up. Russ Ebert was the last one I watched. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. Russ is uh, there's of all of the shows that I've done, which it's, it's not like a thousand shows or anything like that, but of all of the ones that are aired, I have gotten the most texts and phone calls and Facebook messages about about that particular episode. And uh, man, what a legend that dude is! Like, yeah, absolutely, he's one of the greatest. And I, I, I would say I know Russ and Dan fairly well. And yeah. the stuff I had no clue some of that stuff. It's it is phenomenal. Yeah. He's definitely yeah. full of stories, and I'm full of shenanigans. <laughs> That's all. Awesome. So, I, I, I told Russ after we had stopped recording, I said, if the, 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 the cliche or whatever it is, the phrase that guy's forgot more than I'll ever know, it was next to that. It's a picture of Russ Ebert because oh, he is, absolutely. he is a genius when it comes to all that kind of stuff. So yep, that's a fact. Uh, so Dennis, you're, we talked a little bit about, so what is, let's stay away from racing for a second. What is, what is your job? Like what does Dennis Zek do when he's not Captain America? <laughs> so this is, so race car driver on the weekend and car salesman during the day. That's perfect. So, yeah. Everyone probably knows me the last five years is the MTH car, the MTH number two. And we made, I actually made a pretty big change here last September. Um, a good friend of mine, Dale Matheson called me present me with an opportunity I couldn't uh, pass up. He's how I got in the car business, was a big mentor for me when I got into the car business, um, racing, life, everything. And him and I teamed up here. Now it's been almost six months, well, over six months, going on seven here. Um, so we got a pretty cool venture planned out. We got a great deal worked out. So in five years, well, four and a half now, Dale's got an exit strategy so he can go on to bigger and better things and I can uh, do what I've always wanted to do and own a business. So that's awesome. Phenomenal. Yeah. And the guys at MTH were phenomenal. We're still keeping contact. Great group over there. They still have a lot to do with racing. They're sponsoring a bunch of new people this year. Yeah. Um, so it was a great transition. No bad blood either side of the coin there. And Perfect. Good deal. Yeah. That's awesome. So, so new, new wrap on the car this year then. Yeah. So I got to, it's going to be a little different this year. I got some new sponsors. I actually had to go out and market myself again and get sponsors. And I had a, all the gray hair. I had to dye it a little darker. So I go look a little younger, try to get some. Yeah, try to get some cool. yeah so that's awesome. Yeah. So I'm excited. We're, we're, I'm excited for race season. I think this year we'll be back to normal. Tracks can open like they should. And yeah, I want to go do some racing. I need to. Yeah. I think I raced 12 times last year, and that's not enough. That is not enough for danger. No. So, no. so tell us, is that the Captain America, like your your car for man three four years in a row now, has had the sort of Captain America yep. in in the two even is okay. the shield of Captain America. Is that a 
Is that an MTH thing or is that a Dennis Zek thing? No, that's a that's a Dennis Zek thing. I've done that for quite a while. I'm I'm a huge American at heart. I miss the red, white, yeah. and blue. Been that way my whole life, and I bleed red, white, and blue. And absolutely, I was kind of was into that. And then the racetrack stuff. It was always you always see the kids and all that stuff. And then one year I'm like screw it let's do a full captain america theme so we did it i think it was like 2014 or something like that with the beam on it was a hit i mean the kids absolutely loved it it was just so fun and fit really well and so it kind of stuck and we kept it ever since so i always got the ghost shield of captain america in my number and yeah. we'll see i gotta pick out my theme yet for this year on what the car is gonna look look like so we'll see probably something to do with red white and blue as usual. yeah that's all right that's all right yeah. There's, by the way, there's um, not a lot of time left between now and the first part of May there. So maybe jump on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, but Buzzy's probably going to yell at me because I'll be sending him some ideas here shortly. And Figures will, he'll, they'll be getting mad at me down there because I'll be ordering parts last Exactly. Day. Yeah. That's, that's all right. And as, and as far as red, white, and blue, like you can see, this is my, I have a son in the, in the army right here is his Red Bull thing. And he's a yeah. soldier. And like, there's uh you're you're preaching to the choir with me yeah. man like there everything everything i have like on this wall over here is a big flag and and uh it's you got to love the country we live in for for all of the warts it has it's still the best yep. place on the planet so oh yeah and i try to do whatever i can for anyone who has served serving or plans on serving i i was never in the military i was too big of a wussy thought i was gonna be a professional athlete but that never panned out. No, <laughs> semi halfway decently bad race car driver on the weekends. Yeah. And, but my dad served. I got a lot of family that served. I have a nephew that's serving right now. And anything I can do to promote America, thank you know our veterans are coming serving. I got a lot of friends that serve. I got some racing buddies that serve. And anything I can do to you know help that yeah. out. Yeah. So, so I have this dream. For you, this is you. Feel free to steal this. Uh, five years from now, when it's when it's uh, DC motors instead of DM motors, <laughs> yeah. there's there's maybe the whole uh, uh, Avengers race team. There, you know, Captain America and nope. Spider Man and Superman. Like, there's a whole a whole team of superhero cars. Oh, I could. I got enough kids for it. I could probably, <laughs> I'll probably have that many go-karts the next couple of years for the whole Avenger team. That would be awesome. That would be super awesome. Yeah. And about four toters coming in, Holland stackers. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. I just got to find some sponsors to pay for all that. Exactly. Exactly. So, so um, you're known, I think, almost universally in the pits, in the grandstands, all over the track, you're you're the, I would say easily the biggest prankster, of of in the in all of racing maybe. Yeah, like is, probably. Is that just always been, who you are? Or is that just uh like where does that come from? Yeah. So, for anyone that knows my dad, my uncle Gerald Edward, my dad Dennis Senior that's at the races, they can kind of see where that comes from. My dad. He's a heck of a guy, always fun, always joking, all that. So it stems from them. I got a, my uncle Bob, same way. And I've always been that way. I just, I like to have fun. I love life. Yeah. I love getting up in the morning. I, I just have fun. I, I like shenanigans. 
you know, I probably push the limits a little too far sometimes, but I love seeing people smile and it just, and that's one thing I love about racing is, is having fun when I'm there and yeah, you won't see me maybe 10 years ago, you see me get a little more angry at the racetrack, but it takes sure. a lot to kind of tick me off anymore. I just like having fun. And, and it was uh, going to be my very next question is, is a, a lot of times there's something magical about sliding a helmet on and buckling it where you know, sometimes you can keep that person, that fun loving, hey, whatever happens, a hey, and at least I get to spend some time in a race car attitude to like a lot of times when the when the helmet goes on, the brain like detaches and you become a different person. So is there clearly you're a competitive guy because you you race and you I don't think I don't think anyone that gets in a race car does it. And, and doesn't want to win. Maybe, maybe, you know, in the back of your head that like, I probably don't have a chance tonight, but you still go out there and give it your best effort. And you, you work on the setup of your car and you grind your tires and all that other stuff. But is there, do you, is there moments in the car where like the red mist comes over and it's not fun and games anymore and it's someone's going to get hurt? Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I'm a, I played sports my whole life. I've always done a lot of different things and I am, that's probably where half the shenanigans come from is I am so competitive. So no matter what it is, I want to win. I want to do good. Um, so it's, yeah, I'm, yes, I'm always screwing around. I probably screw around sometimes in the race car when I shouldn't be maybe pushing in a corridor, or a corridor, bumping somebody under yeah. the caution uh, or waving at people while racing or whatever. But yeah, I'm, I love racing. I love having fun. When I'm at the track, I want to win. Right. I I love winning. Winning is so it's just such a great feeling. There's nothing better than being in victory lane and standing yeah. on top of your car. And I love it. So yeah, I am a very fierce competitor. Um, sometimes it probably gets me in trouble and I drive too hard. But yeah, it's and I probably do take my brain out, put my helmet on. Yeah. It is what it is, but no, yeah. I, uh, I, I race super small scale race in the winter time on the ice. And, yeah. uh, and there's moments, man, where it's, you, it, it just, you just forget everything that yeah. is like, you just stop being normal and you go yeah. stupid on everybody. And, uh, but as long as you get out of the car and you go over and shake hands and apologize and, and, uh, everybody, it, it's the craziest thing is you can go out on the track and, and, just be fierce competitors and and then come back to the pits and 10 minutes after the race go over and shake someone's hand or pat him on the back and give him crap and oh. fully love the guy at the same time kind of thing it's it's a weird weird little family we have oh yeah and it and i'm like i'm out i want to win every time i'm at the track and i know me my problem is i would rather take dead last crash my car then take second. That to me is stupid. I want to win. So I will go. I'm usually the dumb guy way at the top, picking up sand dust everywhere, trying to find something. I'll be going backwards, whatever. But at least you're searching though, you know? Yeah. Every it, now and then that's gonna pay off. Yeah. So I I I love winning. I like going fast. I'm out there to go as fast as I possibly can and put a show on for the fans. That's one thing I love to do. I, Put on a good show for the fans so when the track's got character if it's heavy rough 
I'm the first one. Let's go. I let's might go. be getting old, but that's the only time I look halfway good because it's all engine and less driver. <laughs> then I actually got a chance. When there's finesse, I'm out. Yeah. yeah I like the, the real slick finesse stuff too, but man, over the years, I've really, you really get to accept who you are and what you like the older you get. And man, I just like going as fast as possible. Like, see to my pants. I'm going to kill myself if I miss this you know, turn or whatever. And that's what I love. I love being on edge, the adrenaline and yeah. just, yeah, that's right there. Yeah. There was a, uh, I think it was, it was either Ogilvy or Granite city, maybe two or three years ago where you, it was a super expensive night because I think you wrecked, I think you wrecked your super okay, and your modified, like right. a lot like you wrecked them a lot on this, like in back-to-back -back races. I think you destroyed both cars. Probably. Was it rough yeah. that night? I don't remember if it was rough or if it was, uh, I don't remember exactly, but I remember like the, maybe the, the whole rear end fell out of the, the super and okay. like you, both cars left under the hook mm -hmm. or on the hook within like 10 laps of each other in different races. It was yeah, you remember two people at the racetrack. You remember who won the race and who had the coolest crash. Exactly. And I'm probably, <laughs> I might not win as much as I used to, but man, I'm going to figure out a way to get people to remember you me. You're going to remember me. Yeah, exactly. Yep. yep. Either that guy, they're going to look at me and think I'm an idiot. The, or man, he's fast. <laughs> the guy that's the fastest, you can't read his sponsors ever. Yeah. But the guy who's parked on the front stretch, yep. he's there for 10 minutes. Yeah, that's absolutely there. Yeah. I think it was uh mod nationals at Ogilvy probably three years ago. Well, it was the they had the two night deal. The first night, there's a big wreck on the first like lap of the feature. And I was I started right in the middle, tore the back end right off the mod. Car was destroyed. So we brought the roll back out the next night, picked it up, and I Nate Fisher let me be the pace driver. So then I put my car in the rollback and we still, I still started the feature. My car was in the ball. The sponsor still got some recognition and we got to run face the field, but. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Got to make those sponsors pay. They, they pay for a certain amount of nights every year. Yeah. Yep. I uh, heard, I think it was Tim Sirks or David Sirks last year. I heard this for the first time ever. And they said, racing is the sport of other people's money. I never looked at it like that way, pretty but much. Like, yeah, pretty much. Pretty That's much. Yeah. If you're lucky, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. There's, yeah. there's plenty of people I think flipping the bill themselves, but, but, uh, the, it seems like all the guys that aren't afraid to go right up to the wall and okay. let it scrape off yeah. the wall lap after lap, yeah. they're not paying for 10. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and yeah, it's like this year, a lot's coming out of the old pocket again, like it used to, but you, everyone, they have their own sponsors or however they pay for it. But yeah, it's, uh, it's just fun. It's going to be paying for it or someone else is paying for it. So, so that would be, I have two really great memories of Dennis Zek. The, the, the first is that, is that night. And I want to say it was at Granite, maybe three or four years ago where right. that happened. Um, the other one is, is back in my announcing in Brainerd days, um, right down there. There's two people, Bob and Betty, yep. uh, and the, the Dennis Zek super fans. 
and and you're the only person that I know that has his own foam fingers with the with the two. Yeah. Where did those like? How does a guy come up with his own foam fingers? Well, that was yeah, that was a while ago. I think it was for the Wasota one hundred out here on one year. I like bringing new stuff or coming up with ideas for the fans and the kids and all that. And I think I was just googling like things for sports that you could do. And we always because of you know the deuce and number two, I'm like yeah. I'm doing freaking foam fingers so i was googling it and they're actually really cheap so before i knew it we had a bunch ordered my wife showed up with the big box she came a little later we had them and my fans like them people that are not a fan of me hate them because they're big they're annoying you poke people with them the kids are annoying with them you know if you take the one finger and you fold it down you yeah. know that does then it's, a, then it's just a one finger yeah then, then you're number one yeah. <laughs> How could you not love that? I think those are awesome. Oh, so, yeah. They're a blast. Yeah. You always know right where your fans are when, like, when you're being an ADD guy like you are, yeah. like, I, I imagine every now and then you're not looking down the front stretch. You're looking up yeah. in the grandstands. Yes. Yeah. Actually, that's funny you say that because it's probably, oh, God, this is a long time ago. The first year in my B mod, so this was 1985 or 1986 or something like that. Uh, actually, it's 2007, but um, <laughs> when you're four, yeah, it's that golden <laughs> spike. And for some reason, they had a big a bumblebee costume. Someone was in the stands walking along the fence in a bumblebee costume. I got down to my heat race. I don't remember if I won or took second. I got out, and my pit guy, Chris or Mike, they're like, Hey, how'd the car feel? You know, good run or whatever. I'm like, I'm like, Did you guys see the huge bumblebee? In the stands, they're like, what? What is wrong with you? Are you not paying attention to the race? I'm like, no, I'm not kidding you. There's a huge bumblebee walking across the fence. They're like, oh, my God, you need to retire now because if you're paying attention to what's in the stands, you got problems. That's funny. We need to get the car faster. If if you have time to look (laughs) and see what's there, yeah. Yeah. When you're slow, you got time to look in the stands, I guess. Exactly, exactly. So what is your... Because how you've 20 years have you been racing 20 years? So I started, uh, let's see, oh five racing a speedway sedan at Golden Spike Speedway. So we're on year number 16 now. Okay, so so uh, what did you call it? It was a speedway sedan at the time. Is that a pier stock? Yeah, pier stock. Oh, okay. yeah, and these are pier stocks, radial tires, no tin and decks on them factory everything like strip out the headlights and the windshield and let's go racing yep Yep. change them and let's go nice so so what is your what is your most memorable memory like good or bad what is what's the thing that stands out the most to you Ooh, a few of them first time i ever raced ever my first time getting into pure stock pulling all the track taking the green play that was scared well, I'm a little different than a lot of people. I don't, I don't get nervous ever. Really? Okay. Ever. And it's weird. Like a big race, a soda 100. Everyone else, a lot of people won't eat before racing. I'm sitting there scarfing a cheeseburger now and drinking a Coke or whatever and screwing around as usual. Maybe yeah. that's, maybe that's my nervousness. That's, that's why I'm always screwing around. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I don't, I don't ever get nervous. So that the, the first, that's probably one. One of the few big memories, but I was sitting in lineup with my peer stock. I 
bought the car that morning for 900 bucks. Like my buddy and I we used to just derby and like, screw this, let's get a race car. So we bought a car from uh, um, Jacobson and uh, I was turnkey. I think it was $900. And it was already a race car? What's that? It was already a race car? Yep. He already okay. been racing it. I borrowed his helmet because I didn't have a helmet. And uh, sitting what did you do in? Well, well, I had my demo helmets and stuff, but those are ones with goggles, like my snowman helmets. <laughs> motocross helmet. Yeah, you couldn't wear those. And then uh, sitting in lineup, and uh, I didn't put my window net down. So the official comes up. I'm sitting there excited. Here goes nothing. He's like, oh, let me get that for you. I'm like, yeah, this is my first time. I've never raced before. He's like, oh, that this will be amazing. I'm like, no, don't worry about it. I've played a lot of World of Outlast sprint cards on PlayStation 2. I'll be just fine. He's like, oh, yeah, this I got to watch. So he... We get out there, took the green. I ended up winning my heat race by like a straightaway. Video games prove it then. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, I'm sure the car was legal, I would imagine. Yeah. But yeah, so that was a big memory of mine. Um, first winning my B mod, that was a big deal. That was Odin. Um, it used to be Capella. Okay. It was their mid season championship. We show, showed up not knowing it was that, and they lined you up by points. So I'm like, oh, crap. So I just started dead last. In the heat. Yeah. We won the heat. Started outside pole the feature and won. And that was probably the coolest thing ever. Because right. back then, there was 40, 50 B-mods, Princeton, Brainerd, right. stuff like that. So it was yeah. a huge, huge deal to get a win, you know. And the car counts were so huge. That was huge. And then probably. How long had you been in a B-mod before, before that happened? What's that? How long had you raced B-mods before you got that win? So that was my second year in a B mod. Okay. So my first year, I think I had 17 seconds or 15 seconds or something like that. Wow. And it was a guy, oh, what's his name? He drives an orange car. It's pretty fast. Oh, that Shane Sabrasky guy. We uh yeah, well, it took a lot of seconds to him, Bud Martini. Um, yeah, there was a just a ton of fast my driver so it took me till my second year to get a win so that was a big deal and then the Wasota 100 down in here on when we won that that was uh that was like our bucket list item to chalk off and that right. was my I always in the B mod said I'd retire out of a B mod if I hit 50 wins or I won the Wasota 100 well it ended up my 50th win was the Wasota 100 in the B mod so it was like perfect. We sold, right there, man. we sold the car right out of victory lane. Like I put a for sale sign on it that day, sold the car. Like it was like right off into the sunset. So That's that was awesome. a, that was a pretty cool memory there. Heck yeah. And that was out in South Dakota. Yep. That was in Huron. Yep. Okay. Yep. Did you, did you like maybe two years ago at the 100, did you like you won there too, didn't you? Um, like in Fergus. Uh, well, so it was one, let's see, a couple or three years ago. No, the last 100 in Fergus, I took seven. Yeah, I think two years ago, because they didn't have it last year, obviously. Yeah, two years yeah. ago, yep. I started six, finished second, landed one in the mods. Uh, oh, that's right, the, Landon won it. Yep, Landon yep. won. He was on his own planet that night. But yeah, yeah. so we ended up second, which I was pretty happy, because I think when we did the math, I had the, one of the oldest mods in the field. So that was pretty cool. 
but it was my type of track. There was some traction right away yeah. for a while. Yeah. And then the year before we were leading the race of champions out there and then I hit a bump and broke a, my limiter chain and wrecked. Gone. Wreckers are checkers. That's there what you do. Winner wrecked stuff. <laughs> you need to, um, you need to make sure that, that that's on the, the back of the spoiler checkers or wreckers and yeah. then and then have the collins brothers sticker right next to that that would be oh, that's, yeah well, that's, that's pretty funny because one of my new sponsors this year is grand city roll-offs so maybe i just have that on there with the dumpster so i yeah. wreck it throw me in the roll-off and haul me out of there yeah the yeah. graphic is just is the dumpster with the two sticking like, out of it. Car sticking <laughs> out of it that'd probably be uh, more appropriate yeah yeah that's funny so, okay, so we always do a thing called the pay it forward question. Yep. Um, the guy that I last interviewed uh, knows you pretty well, yep. I think, um, has two questions for you. He said, one question for Dennis Zek is not enough. So my last, uh, my last interview was a guy by the name of Ron Krogh. Oh yeah, I know Ron very well. Best announcer oh. ever. Um, uh, and that's me saying that, like that's, he is, Oh, he's like, a legend. It was a great interview because we just talked about announcing stories as all the whole time. So, so he his first question, and he said, "You're gonna find him, and you're probably gonna beat him up over this question." Is how in the hell did you ever convince Laura to say yes? <laughs> well, he's not the first one to ask that question. <laughs> yeah, that is a good question. Was Laura the first person to ask you that question? No, I'm just. <laughs> well. Your family probably was. Yeah. So you don't Laura, have to answer, ask her that, answer that question, but I can answer it. Okay. Go ahead. The same. So I, I want to give a shout out because my wife is amazing for people that don't meet, don't know me very well. My wife has been pregnant for four years. Like she, we have a four-year-old, a three-year-old, a two-year-old and one-year-old. So she's been pregnant for four years straight. Our last two are 10 and a half months apart. Wow. And, uh, so she's putting up with me racing a lot. I'm in the car business. I snowmobile in the winter. She is a on a whole nother level of elite rock star wife. She works yes. full time. So big shout out to, to Laura. Um, that's for sure. So yes. absolutely. Yeah. You're, you're in the car business and you're a race car driver. She's basically a single mom at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah pretty much. <laughs> yep. Oh, but goodness. she's not. So you guys stay away from her. <laughs> Uh, unless yeah. you're going to pay for all my kids then have yeah, exactly that's <laughs> funny um okay so the real question is yep. from, this is from ron still is what's after racing is 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 there a is there a a, a thought in your head yep. about hanging up the steering wheel yep. and just being a car guy hanging up the steering wheel picking up a microphone what Absolutely. I, I want to be a, rate, a track announcer like nobody's business. I think it would be so fun. I know where they're, I might, I know where they're looking for one. Uh, well, so yeah, I got even Ogilvy was looking for one because yes. I believe RJ was retiring and Nate reached out and I'm like, no, not while I'm racing, not a chance because I will tick off too many people because <laughs> I'm going to have way too much fun up there. But someday, yes, once I hang up the steering wheel and the kids are doing whatever they're doing, I think it would be so fun to be an announcer. It is. They allow it's me the most to, fun ever. I have, 
I don't have a very good filter sometimes when I'm yapping, but man, that that's, I would love to always be around racing. I love it. My kids, I'm excited if they do race. I'm excited if they don't race. Yeah. But that's what I would love to do someday. So literally your job, Rod's job, I'm in. That would be so fun. Oh, I can't, like, let's do it together. Like we got to figure <laughs> out, like, even if it's, you go run your heat race and then come up and sit with me for a while this summer. Let's do it. Oh, that'd be, that'd actually be pretty fun. That's pretty enticing. Yeah, no, for sure. Let's for sure do it. I yeah. would love that. Yeah. I would so love that. Yeah. Um, boy, you caught me off guard on that one. That's pretty, that's an easy question. To be an announcer. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So, mm -hmm. okay. So you have to ask the next guest, a question. And my, my next guest is, uh, I'm doing two interviews on the same night. And so you're going to okay. ask them both a question. Okay. The first one, I don't know if you, you're going to certainly know of the guy. I don't know if you know the guy. Okay. Um, uh, his name is Scott Bintz. Oh yeah. I know Scott. The redheaded rebel. Yep. And so um, he's in Bristol right now. Yep. Um, races tonight has tomorrow night or no, I think he races Wednesday night and then has Thursday night off. And so tonight, like as this is being recorded, it's Tuesday. I think he has tonight off, he races tomorrow and then he's, and then he's off on Thursday. And so that's my first interview. So your question for Mr. Bintz would be. When's the next retirement? Exactly, yeah. He, I thought he already retired. He retired once and then, <laughs> I like to, I never call it retired from racing. I call it remission. So, uh, uh honest question or a not goofing around question would be what made him come out of retirement yep. what made him want to come back yep okay um, perfect okay so that's the first question the second interview on that night is a guy that you know really well his name is jody oh yeah yeah so and i think bellfly right Yep. Yeah. Yes, She's yeah. a really nice gal that Jody. She is something else. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of her. Never heard of her. Yeah. That's funny. Hornet driver. Yeah. Yeah. Hornet driver. Yep. Yeah. Uh, a mid-level Hornet driver. Yep. Yeah. At best. So <laughs> <laughs> this is all him saying this, Jody, not me. <laughs> um, so what is, what's your question for, for Mr. Bellfly? Oh, question for Bell. This one could be personal because I think you guys know each other on a on a different level than most people. Yeah, I'd so I'd say we know each other pretty well. Yeah. Um, I have two questions. Okay. First one: When's he going full time late model? Okay. Second question: Well, maybe get some breaking news on the on the on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The second question would be. When are we doing a follow-up to our first movie? When are we doing our second yeah, when's movie? When's the sequel to, when's to the Dirt sequel? Track Confidential? Dirt Track Confidential. When's the sequel? So I, I, JC, I interviewed JC about four or five episodes. That would have been a great question for JC too. When's the sequel? Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. We're all older, fatter, and grayer, <laughs> except for Landon. So That's other than that, it'd be... That's going to be the uh, Dirt Race Confidential 2, older, fatter, grayer. Except Landon. <laughs> Except Landon. Yep. Nice. Yep. 
Was Landon, I guess Landon was in it, but he was like he's 13 like years old. 13 or 13 or something. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Well, older, at least he's older. Maybe yep. that's maybe that's each one of you. Older yeah. is Landon. Yep. Grayer, you you and Jody can fight I'm whether grayer. you're grayer or fatter. I'm definitely grayer. Yeah. I'd say Jody. Let's see, we got older, grayer, fatter. And ooh. I guess I we'd have to get him on the scales between Justin and Jody to <laughs> see who got fatter. <laughs> oh, that's funny. No, that's a great. When's the sequel coming? Because yep. that would that would be huge, and I think uh, I, JC certainly doesn't have the time to do it anytime soon. That's for dang sure. Yeah, but he's World of Outlaw, right? World of Outlaw photographer now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty exciting. So too big for us now. We won't yeah. see him for a few years. Yeah, we'll just get to see him like just passing through town now. Is up yep. sell the house. He just lives in hotels for the yep. rest of his life. Yeah, yep. he's a gypsy now. Exactly, racing so. gypsy. Well, Dennis, uh, I, you're one of the guys I think I could talk to for hours and hours and hours. Um, I, I think what I'm going to do is send you a, a plant. Like you can see here, I'm big on plants and this yep. window and all of that. Yep. I'm going I'm to send you something to put some color in your office. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I got to spice this up a little bit. Put My last sticker. office I had perfect. Put a big two on the back there. At the end of the season, pound pound the side of the car down and put it up on the wall there. People will like That'd be it. pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, we'll get something up there. There's one exactly. nail in the wall there. I could hang something on it. I see a nail up there. <laughs> oh, goodness. So very cool, man. I look forward to uh, to being your co-announcer at least a couple times next <laughs> summer at the Granite City. I'll be there. Uh, we'll chat with you later, man. I appreciate the time. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you. Thank you, man.